Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My friends out there, it's a Monday morning. It's cold outside. <laughs> it's, cold. it's cold out Brr. there. You're, you're probably freezing your butt off this morning in your car on the way to work, but that's where we come in. We are here <coughs> to really do some cool stuff. Yeah. To well, really just some hot, some hot stuff. Some really hot, hot, to- hot topic stuff. Here. Yeah. We're here to tell you. The stuff we've been watching. Theme song. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're, we've been in. It's been another marathon recording here, guys. We are becoming delirious. We've eaten Pizza Hut pizza. That's how delirious we are. Yep. Yeah. But it was cheap. Yep. Cheap and good. Cheap and good. Cheap and good. Let's go. Let's go round table. The beauty of 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 this show, we talk about it all the time, is that we're talking about classic movies, but there are so many great new movies, TV shows documentaries that are out there that every once in a while we need our little break we had a we had some time off there we had a couple weeks off where we actually got to watch what we wanted yeah aj was on a couple planes probably watching some stuff he wanted so uh, let's go a little round table talk about um, some stuff we've seen anybody want to start her off uh aj would you like to talk about napoleon yeah ah you guys went to napoleon I talked a little bit about it on our patreon Uh, i can reiterate some things for people who are not on there but what did you think uh, Napoleon, we got to go, um, I just literally threw it out there to you guys to just see, like, uh, uh, kind of on a whim, see if anybody wanted to go, um, and we found a time to go, uh, for, uh, Sean and I, just make it work, we did, I'm, I, I just, uh, one, I realized how much I missed going to a movie theater, um, but overall, it's Ridley Scott, Scott Flick, all the, all the things leading up to it that I was watching, uh, as far as like trailers and uh, any promotion, it looked like a very, very you know on point to like new version of Gladiator in a whole new era, right? And I just I was really excited for it. There is a lot of like hidden dark comedy aspects of this movie yeah. that I was not prepared for necessarily, um, and I think that because I I really I really love Joaquin Phoenix, um, and I. I did really enjoy the production itself, like of what this really was. There are some moments that I I genuinely feel like like it's just it feels like it's a little bit Joaquin Phoenix doing Joaquin Phoenix yeah. as Napoleon. Um, 
there's a lot of folks around him adjusting for their accent for the like the French that is spoken in there, and he doesn't really do a lot of that. Um, so that being said, though, I did really enjoy the movie. I don't think I was ever really checking my watch or anything. Um, it's not a short movie. Uh, but I really did like it, and I, I liked Joaquin Phoenix in it. Don't get me wrong, and I think the I think the production and and the way of you know we all know like Napoleon was a short guy, um, and I I don't I know there's a lot of speculation that wasn't incredibly like historically accurate. However, I'm glad that they talked more about his lead up to really all the way to his death mm-hmm. rather than just a lot of people just stop the story when he's like, um, uh. What what is that? What's that word? He's basically uh, excommunicated to Elba, so um, that's where a lot of people stop the story and telling and whatnot. So, no, I enjoyed it, man. What what were what were your thoughts? Yeah, I I agree. I um, wasn't really excited for this movie necessarily. I saw the trailers from you know the movies that I've been going to, seeing the trailers for it. Um, it didn't really like I, you know I'm not like I don't, I don't like that period of movies okay. like uh, that kind of what what would you say is that 1700s that's like the 1700s 1800s yeah, yeah. like especially the like, early 1800s European yeah. ways uh, I'm not really a fan of those kinds of things I, I feel like a lot of those movies are just boring as shit mm. um, so I wasn't really interested to see it but I was obviously interested in really Scott and Joaquin Phoenix and uh, I was. I was riveted the whole way through, to be honest. I I really liked Joaquin Phoenix's performance, but I also liked. Um, I'm gonna find her name real quick. Uh, the dude plays uh, Josephine, Josephine or whatnot. Yeah, um, yeah. That she is Vanessa Kirby was standout in yeah. this movie. She was incredible. I really felt like their dynamic was the most interesting part of it. Yeah, and I felt like that's what really Scott was really trying to tell was like how because I guess. One of his like last words that he had written down was just Josephine. Josephine, yeah. And um, so I thought that was really interesting. I thought their dynamic was uh, fascinating, but like how Josephine was pretty much the crux of his power, you know, right. or like sh- she was, she was like maybe seventy five percent of what Napoleon was. It seemed like to me, right? You know, uh, I think their, but like their sexual uh, relationship was actually really complicated, and I like that about it. Mm. Um, I don't know. That that was super interesting. But then, like all all the battlefield sequences are Ridley Scott battle sequences, man. And they, it he's not a slouch. I think he's like eighty three, eighty four, something like that. Yeah, still doing this kind of shit. It's really incredible to watch. Yeah, um, a lot of this could have been just like CGI bullshit. But he's got armies of real people out in a field doing shit, and I. I gotta love that, and uh, yeah, I thought it was great. I think you should go see it if you are interested at all. I, I do need to echo the sentiment of all the battle scenes. Like anything that like I felt a little off about with some some of like the storytelling or something was all made up for in those battle scenes. Yeah, like they are incredible battle scenes. Every review I've seen in this movie is like it's dog shit, and I don't. I'm like really, really. I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know, and like it's. I don't know if it's because it's historically kind of inaccurate, which I I honestly don't care. It's a movie. I don't know. I I don't really see it. I think it's just like I even liked House of Gucci by Scott. So Mm. maybe that's just me. I just like schlocky stuff like that. I don't know. So my main question for you is that if you if someone mentions mentions the name Napoleon three weeks from now, 
Are you going to picture Joaquin Phoenix or are you going to picture our boy in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure? <laughs> what are you picturing <laughs> in your head? Unfortunately, wow. Joaquin. <laughs> I'm, I'm still Bill and Ted. I haven't seen the movie, but I think I'll always be my man in Bill and Ted's. Uh, here's, here's the problem. is It's not that I picture either of them, but I do picture the moment where he crosses spoons with a child to get the last of the ice cream. <laughs> so, I mean, I picture that moment, not even when it pans up to his face. So. I picture him in the, in the middle of a bowling lane going, yeah. shit, 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 shit. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I will. I will mention a thing I saw on Netflix. I saw the newest Mike Berbiglia okay. stand up. The old man in the pool. Have you ever seen Mike Berbiglia before? He's a comedian. Yeah. I've seen a few of his short com- comedy sets, but never his full blown like. Uh-uh. Okay, so he. I don't know too much about him because I. I am not. I'm not like a fan. I, I haven't. I haven't followed him or anything like that. But it just seemed inter- interesting to me. I'm like, oh, I'll pop it in. And he he's not only a comedian, but I think he's big on um, like NPR. I think he does a lot of things for NPR. He has one of the best speaking voices, one of the most calming speaking voices you've ever heard in your life. And this stand-up man affected me. It's it's his ability to tell jokes about everyday things and have you rolling, and then immediately be like, and then the next day we found out my dad had cancer. Let me bring it back. <laughs> And yeah. the whole and his, you know, those comedians that can just, they can just talk real soft, and the, everybody is quiet. They Everybody's draw you in. internally like they're not even breathing because they want to hear what this guy said. Yeah. The dude that opened up for Bert at the Paramount that first time we saw him, mm-hmm. remember that that second guy was able to do that. He's like he just kept engaging but talking softer. And dude, this this stand up, the way he ties everything together the way he ties in real life sadness mm-hmm. with funny and the way it ends is one of the greatest endings i've ever seen to a stand-up it got me i watched it like three times in two days because of how damn good it is is this the one when did this one come out just just a month ago okay it's it's on netflix it was playing in I, your trailers he like runs and slides he's it the trailer is like when he goes my doctor was like, you know, you should start doing cardio five days a week. And I was like, nobody does cardio five days a week. And she's like, yeah, a lot of people do cardio five days a week. And I was like, nobody does cardio five days a week. Well, athletes do. I don't even think athletes do cardio five days a week. <laughs> he just, he's just fun. Like, it, no matter what you do, like just click, hit play on Mike Birbiglia, the old man in the pool. It will yeah. affect you. It will affect you. He is a great storyteller, and it will make you appreciate some stuff in life. Yeah, it was nice. his first. It was, it was his... Uh, the one his stand up special before that one, then, like, is like the one my, that my I, girlfriend's boyfriend or something yes, like that. that was yeah, phenomenal, like, unbelievable. It was so good, yes. and it's the same tone same like you're tone. talking about. It's phenomenal. Yeah, d- definitely make sure you get out and check that one out. Yeah, sick. John, anything? Um, I've been watching, rewatching the. Lord of the Rings films. What? Uh, You're supposed to wait till we I do it know. on the show. I God. couldn't wait. That's why I haven't watched it. I got the bug. We're doing the extended cut. It's kind cuts. of a winner. It's kind of a winner thing, isn't it? It kind of is. It's one of those. We're doing things. extended cuts. We're doing the extended <laughs> that's, cuts. Well, that's back to back. That's what I was watching. Was the extended cuts, dude? Uh, Fellowship of the Ring is a goddamn masterpiece. Um, but two towers. <laughs> is that the best one? Do you think? I don't know yet. No. I don't know yet. I have to. I haven't. So I did Fellowship and Two Towers. I haven't got to Return of the King yet. You've seen them before, though. Yeah. Right? yeah. Okay. Um, but not for a long time. But uh, love Fellowship of the Ring so much. Uh, it sets up the lore so well. Uh, I don't think there's a mate. There's maybe the top five battle sequences in cinema ever is the one in the cave at the. Oh God. Yeah. yeah. It's with oh, with yeah. the. Cave Can we just troll talk? Why did we talk about this? Like. Uh, 
Why did we just talk about um, Gand? I had Gandalf's. It was death. Oh, it was like top scenes or something. Top scenes. Yeah. 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I think it's incredible. I think Peter Jackson is fucking just a goddamn master. But then like the extended cuts. The two the two towers one was like four hours long and I <laughs> I couldn't believe I sat there that long and was like I don't feel like any time has passed. Wow! But I I, I will I will say that I I think that you could cut it down a little bit mm. here and there. Um, well, that's why it's the extended cut. <laughs> you want to cut the extended? Then that's the regular cut. <laughs> then just go to the regular cut. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, like maybe he 15 wants some minutes. middle. There's, he wants some middle one. <laughs> maybe cut 15 minutes off a four-hour movie. Is all, all I'm saying. Yeah, there's 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 the slightly prolonged cut. It's like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little longer. It's kind of it's a little longer. They get a little bit more in there. It helps out the context of everything. <laughs> that is one of the best battle sequences ever. Too. Yeah. Uh, Helm's Deep. I think it is. No. Yes. Oh yeah. Helm's 100%. Deep is 100. One of the greatest. Just the yes. lead up to everything. And I was just surprised all over again by especially um, like the ends and how long they take to make a decision. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Dude, I have to I have to say too, like you haven't gotten a return of the king yet, but when they're doing it's like the ride of, of Rorin or yeah. something like that. I I'm sorry if I get that wrong, but it's just like that ride when you have that that music and all those horses descending. And they're Dude. just all just you can hear the rumble of it, but yep. and then finally it clashes and all the music goes silent and all you can hear is just battle. And it is, oh, I got goosebumps. fine, dude. I just, fine. Got, I just got goosebumps. Fine, Sean, Fellowship of the, of the Ring coming up. I was right. talking with the boys last night in the band. I was like, I think that's one of the scores that is just in your blood. Yep, mm-hmm. it's like John Williams does. I think that it's astonishing to me that like when you first put like fellowship on and that music comes on you're like i've heard this before Mm -hmm. like even if you haven't even seen the movie yeah something weird about that Um, i love it i i I had mentioned to you like we some friends were watching the all the extended cuts in order one day i only made it for the um return of the king and so then i naturally went and found fellowship extended cut and I watched that, and now I have to watch Two Towers Extended Cut, yeah. and I have to do it because I'm mm-hmm. I'm so excited to do it. Mm-hmm. Watch anything else there, Age? Uh, yes, I I'll, I'll mention two things for you. Cut. One I'll do really quick um, is the Pacific. Have you guys watched the Pacific no. yet? So I'm kind of prepping for Steven Spielberg's and uh, uh, Tom Hanks's um, uh, next big thing. Yeah. I believe it's called uh, Fly, like uh, Fly something it's basically it's about the air force royal air force and i think um kind of the air force becoming around in world war ii but if you know band of brothers yep masters w- of air masters of air there you go of the air sorry. of the air and uh so you've got band of brothers and then their next installment was the pacific which focuses around um like in japan and mm-hmm. all the guam and all those uh, island uh the, all the island battle, jungle battle that took place in World War II. Um, and I've been wor- working my way through that. I've got to pick it pick it back up now that we'll have a little bit of time and finish it up. Watch it. It's a little slow to start, but do not let that deter you. Please get into it. And just no one delivers battles, like current day battle scenes like Spielberg and uh-huh. and Hanks. And, you know, their collaboration on this is incredible. Um, so please do watch that. I and in preparation for that, I watched Band of Brothers again. Yeah. Amazing, amazing show. Have you guys watched those? Yes, it's not talked about enough. Like of the greatest yeah. TV shows of all time. It, it's not. It's 
basically fell in before TV shows were like a thing. Kinda, yeah. So that's it's true. sort of it's people are like, oh, why is it not just a movie? You know, but yeah. now it's like if that would have come out now, yeah. yeah, I think it would just be the most viewed thing ever. Like yeah. it's up there with Breaking Bad. And yeah, just it, those masterpieces. It, it really is. Like it's such an amazing show and experience. To be completely honest, I would put the Pacific right up there. I am very excited for Masters of the Air. Um, so. If you haven't, do that. Do yourself a favor. Watch all that. Start with Band of Brothers. Go through Pacific and get ready for Masters. Um, but the other thing, we've talked about this before. There's only a certain kind of movie that you can really watch on an airplane, guys. And for me, it's <laughs> got to be it's got to be something that can be a little bit mindless that you aren't going to be upset about being distracted by um, or, or distracted from. And... I would say that, um, well, Asteroid City is definitely not it. <laughs> really? <laughs> I found that out the hard way. I got I got 25 minutes in, and I'm just like, <laughs> nope, not going to do it. I uh, can't do it. And But I'll tell you what does, and that's the Equalizer 3. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I'm telling you, you have Denzel Washington who is like John Wick's like second cousin. It is awesome. I'm telling you, the Equalizer 3 guys, it is so worth the watch. I, <laughs> on I an airplane. Really, I love it. I heard really good things. It's actually. amazing. Like even even not on an airplane, you know, it's like but it's a great one to have on the airplane All because right. it's like it's very engaging action. I mean it starts out that you are it takes you through a place that you you you're like, oh yeah, this is like the aftermath of a John Wick movie or scene, and then at the end you just see Denzel Washington there very calmly and you know doing his thing and just you know cleaning his hands and <laughs> waiting for like the kind of the main bad guy to come in and understand. And there's just this calm demeanor that happens, and all of a sudden, I'm not spoiling anything, I promise. All of a sudden, he just says after this conversation and the, the guy's just kind of not listening and he's like, look, and he clicks his, he's like, you have nine seconds to give me what you know I'm here for. You have nine seconds to do it. And he just goes, two. <laughs> and he says, five. And the guy keeps talking. He's like, four and three. And just, boom. And it's, <laughs> he, he literally kills like three people in in a second, yeah, and you're just—it's yeah. the—and fu- you're just like, I'm so excited for the rest of this movie. <laughs> Brunch episode, top five airplane movies. Oh hell yeah! You have, yeah. You're going on a ten hour flight, and you have you can pick five movies to watch. Yeah, dude. Down because yeah. there's there's a difference. There is a oh, difference. There is. Oh, there's a it's difference. It's not Asteroid City. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, it's not like true trash either. <clears throat> no, no, it's not. It, it can't there's, be. There's that fine line of like trash and like good movie that it's you sort need of, to. And it's something you may not click at home, but yeah. you're going to click on the right. Because I've got the time. What else am I going to do? That's <laughs> yeah. what you do. I so, think, isn't D- Dakota Fanning back in? Uh, yeah, she is, and well, she's not back, she's, but she is great in it though. Uh, um, reteaming up from Man of Fire. Right, I love that movie. Um, she's she's great in it. I think she does an amazing performance. And uh, this is I I honestly will will tell you that. Um, what did I just say? I just said this to somebody else. I think it's his best. I think it's his best. The best Denzel we've gotten since something like Trading Day. Um, that might have been it. Either it was either Training Day or it was uh, Remember the Titans, but Man of Fire. It would have made sense. That I said Training Day. Denzel Washington coming up. We got a bracket. Yep, <laughs> absolutely. Man of Fire takes it. Equalizer yeah. three guys. You guys need to see this movie. I'm serious. 
uh, I watched three different documentaries. Like I, I went w- once we got off that last break. I was like documentaries, and yeah. I just kept. Ah. Like, I don't have to watch the movies. <laughs> I watched three. I don't know if they're necessarily good because like some of these documentaries are kind of trash, right? Yeah. Like where it's just like it's almost becoming like reality television. Like you're just like uh, whatever, cool, fine. Tell me, tell me a good story and do it really well. But the three of these really captured me. Twin Flames, by the way, if you okay. haven't watched Twin Flames, yeah. is that on your it. list? I started it. Finish it. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and it seems to always have the same reaction. Like the the beginnings are always like the first episode yes. or two are great, and the third is always kind of like yeah. And then and then everything worked out, and we don't know what happened <laughs> since. And, okay. But anyway, it was a great story well, right? because it's still going on, right? Correct. Yeah. yeah. Twin Flames is on. If you're talking about punchable face, yeah, dude. Oh, this dude is the perfect. most punchable face we've ever had in any movie. <laughs> That we've ever talked about this, this dude in Twin Flames, like I can't understand, and it blows my mind the people that can fall for this stuff. Mm. Like you can understand it because you're like, oh, you're really looking for love, and someone is promising you the ability. Love's like the ultimate goal for everybody, yeah. And someone's promising it to you, but man, the shit that they put these people through is like you can't even believe that that they could make it that far without. Realizing something was going on, yeah. Well, and they even knew stuff was going on. They're like, "Well, I can't get it's out true." Of this. And yeah. it, but it's such, that is such an interesting topic to me because of the brainwash that's involved with that. It's it's not that these people are weak or they have yeah. something wrong with them or anything. It's just that that they fall into. They this were stuff. looking for this that something specific that this person's like. I bet these people are looking for right, that, and, and like, I will give. You it You always to them. ask yourself the questions like, I, "I would never be able. Mm-hmm. I would never fall for that." You have no idea, uh, guy. Everyone out there's fallen for like a multi level marketing scheme, <laughs> yeah. for, even for a couple weeks yeah that's the same thing yes it is the same thing somebody sold you something that you wanted and you said yeah maybe i can get true love yeah maybe i can lose weight maybe i can go on vacations around the world for world ventures for free for free <laughs> a, a timeshare yeah. timeshare <laughs> no that that is 100 worth the watch two cool. other ones the sin, sins of our mother is the one about um lori vallow Oh, okay. The nice. one, the 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 lady that literally went off the fucking mental deep end and killed her two children, yeah. oh and God. pretended like nothing happened in order in a greater religious cause, uh, th- like mind blowing to to understand that this really happened in real life and not too long ago at all. No, it's like think they they're just they just got sentenced like within the last year yeah, of prison right. or whatever. Gosh. That sins of our sins of our mother, and then there was another one called Killing for Love. Which is about the Yen Soaring. Remember, Yen Soaring was that young British kid that came over to America, got caught up with a girl, and like he admitted to killing this girl's parents. But then when it came around to the sentencing, he's like, actually, no, I didn't kill the, my their parents, she did. And it's like this unraveling of a documentary of like who actually killed this girl's parents. They both were sentenced to prison because they couldn't figure it out Mm. to another tragic tale of like young love gone awry kind of thing. And true story. I just love documentaries. I I don't know what it is. Just knowing that it's a true story. It's usually really great filmmaking in documentaries of like we, I can't wait for our top five documentary Episode. Same, dude. Yeah. Cause I mean, we all know what the top one is, but like we'll, we'll find out what the rest of them are. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of, <laughs> I can't tell you. <laughs> speaking of documentaries, I was hit, I'll hit it next. I I watched a documentary about uh, it was a thirty, not a thirty for thirty, but one of those on Netflix. Yeah. Whatever those are called. 
Um, 60 for 60. Oh, the other. Totally different. No, the, no Netflix is 120 for 120. Oh, okay. two hours. Oh, gotcha. Got him. Got him. Give him the bell. Yeah. yeah. Give him the bell. There, there we go. go. Yeah, thanks. Come on now. That, that was an all encompassing joke <laughs> <laughs> of the show. That was well played. Yeah. Well played. Uh, all around the table, everything. So. <laughs> um, anyway, continue. Yes. Uh, it was about uh, the NBA refs and uh, Ooh, how, uh, how one the of gambling them, ring. Right? Yes, how one of them was uh, deliberately uh, playing, or like he got involved with these stupid fucking dumbass gangsters, and like in Philadelphia, playing or for the like mob. That. Is that the one? Yes, or? playing for the mob. Yeah, um, I heard about this through my uh, brother Jordan, and um, it was just fascinating. I, I like like you. I'm looking for a great documentary <laughs> yeah. like that, and I just never know what what's out there. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was fascinating. It was just about this ref. Who, Are you talking about Tim Donaghy? Yes. Okay, so then that's different. That was. Uh, oh man, I want to get un. Oh geez, I'll have to find the name of this. Maybe that's not the name that I told you. I think that yeah, I think that's his name. I'm pretty sure he's the famous one. He's the one that got in trouble. Yeah. Okay. So obviously uh, you probably know it already, but um, he's he threw he purposely threw games or purposely would call fouls when they're not obviously Operation not fouls. Flagrant foul. That's it. Okay. There you go. Um, yeah, he would call fouls and and they, it was blatantly not a foul at all. But he would do this in order to like get. Because yeah, he's point shaving, like he knew point like over unders and just for this kind of mob connected adjacent yeah. dude who's kind of collecting all this money, who is giving money to the mob. It what's funny about documentaries is that you see like the scum of the earth, and it's like not even Tim, honestly. Like he's a douchebag and and you know mm. shitty person, I guess. But it's these other guys that he was kind of working under or for, quote unquote. They're just like, yeah, well, yeah. I'm I'm mobster basically. I, I ran the mob. I was like you didn't run the mob. You didn't run the fucking like they all talk their shit and like one of them's dressed like uh Sylvester Stallone in Rocky <laughs> the whole time. Like he's got the fucking hat and of shit. Course. It's so like j- it's just skeevy and disgusting, but interesting at the same time. So I love any any of those 30 for 30s, the sports documentaries are some of the best. Yeah. The the um the one about uh, Colombia, the player two Escobaros. Two Escobars. It was one of the original Thirty for Thirties about Pablo Escobar's connection um, to the World Cup, and they the Colombia player who got murdered when he came home from the World Cup because he he scored on the wrong goal. Ooh. Like it's it's a wild. The there's so many good sports documentaries out there. That's the true reality. Television is sports. Yeah. So true. like so like <laughs> sports can easily have the most documentaries about it. The you know? the one about Aaron Hernandez is fucking oh, fascinating too. Mm. Wild. Did uh did you watch um Leave the World Behind? No. Did you see it yet? No. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? No. I'll I'll give you a quick little teaser. Like I I need to watch it again. I fell asleep like two different times watching it. It's like what, two and a half hours long? Yeah. yeah. It's a little slow. It's very, it's very interesting. It's got a very cool concept. Um the ending took me aback to be like, that's the end? You know, it was one of those like you have to sit back and think about it. I did hear a conspiracy theory, though, that uh, Barack, uh, Barack and Michelle Obama's have a production company that apparently funded this movie. Okay. And it's about basically the end of the world and countries attacking the United States. Oh. Okay. In, like, secretive ways. <laughs> Great. It's sort of weird <laughs> that maybe a past president... This is this is one that I really <laughs> wanted to see, Like yeah. I, but I, I am waiting for a oh, time... Yeah. I'm, be be alert and be ready yeah. to go. Don't be like I'm going to lay in bed and watch this. Yeah. You'll, you'll fall asleep. It's right. guaranteed. Okay. But okay. Julia Roberts, uh, 
Yeah. Plays like the worst woman ever. Oh, cool. Which is cool because you don't think she's going to play yeah. that. And then you start being like, whoa. <laughs> really? I know, I know this is going to sound bad, but Julia Roberts it, is an actress that I love when she plays characters that I love to hate. Yes. I love she, to hate the characters does. that she will play. And I, I also love the player, the, the characters that are lovable. Ethan Hawke. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's pretty lovable. He's, uh, yeah. It, but when Julia Roberts plays a character that you don't like, I love it. You're going to love this movie. Awesome. Uh, what's, how do you say? Maharshala Ali? Maharshala. <sighs> what a talent. Yeah. That man is. That dude is unreal yeah. in everything he does. Like I've, I believe that this is a real person and, and they're on screen. Because mm-hmm. he's just uh, so good at telling, at being that character in that moment. Yeah. Unbelievable! I think the first time I really like took real notice of him was um, was the Kevin Spacey like White House show on Netflix. What House was that? Cards. House of Cards. It was when I really took notice of him, yeah. and I was just like, "Man, that guy's incredible! Like he's that guy's going to do so many amazing freaking things, yeah. and he has and weird. He is yeah, <laughs> doubled um, up on his best supporting actor Oscars. Oh gosh, one dude. year after the other, Moonlight, and then um, whatever that fucking movie is called. Uh, green green book yep. green mile got it green yeah. mile uh i did have one other one. Oh, he's a place beyond to... the pines too yes oh that's right that was the first time i saw him i was he's kofi yep uh, oh yeah he was the f- that was the first time i ever saw him or anything I'm like damn this guy's fucking good yeah yeah i love that movie that was a great movie i refrain from watching it unless i can totally focus on it because i love watching that movie 100 percent um the last or we, uh, no we, that's sorry. all i got for for now um it just reminded me because i brought up like the pacific i if you guys don't know like i am infatuated with like world war ii it's one of my favorite Same. eras and like things to research and when you watch like band of brothers and you get to see those guys that they do genuine interviews with from that time who are in the wars and the battles that they are actually portraying um it will literally like tear at you to realize that like yeah like uh, there was a guy that i knew and uh he i you know he told him to go back to his foxhole and you know another guy was running for this one and blah 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 and and then uh you know there were some strikes over there and then they 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 you know barraged us again and we'd come out of our foxhole and you know jimmy wasn't there mm-hmm. and you're just like Okay. I don't know how you're. <laughs> yeah. How are you okay? How are you so? It is what it is. About yeah. This. And that like you just it's like Sean. Sean just went to go to the bathroom and didn't come. And back. he's no longer. Here. Yeah. yeah. What? What? Cause, yeah. Because of a mortar strike, and you're just like, oh, that's fun. Wow. Move on, because yeah. that's literally what you yeah. had to do. And it was. It's just a shocking thing. And there's another one. Um, there's another show. I I can't remember exactly what it's on. Uh, but it's all the lights we cannot see. Yeah, uh, my my parents have been telling me to see that. You should watch it um, again. I think it's got a little bit of a slow start to it, but once you really get into it, it's uh, it's some yeah. amazing storytelling. Um, really, really wonderful storytelling. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I I would highly recommend it. Alicia was watching it. I just happened to stumble into it, and I think I took over watching it. I don't think you know because <laughs> she liked the book. I think she favorites. had read the book or something, you know. So. But yeah. Um, oh, and I finally watched Fury. Oh, okay. I'd never seen, seen Fury. I haven't seen it yet. Finally watched it. Great plane movie. 
Maybe okay. it'll make my list. Okay. So. <laughs> Maybe. We'll find out. Yeah, I, have, yeah. I have one more. Um, I talked about it on Patreon. It's probably next to The Killer, my favorite movie of the year, Dream Scenario with our Lord and Savior, Nick Cage. Mm, yours. Uh, yes. Mine. Um, I was gifted a uh, nice prayer candle uh, with Nick Cage's face on it, um, so and that'll be a part of the show soon, hopefully. Um, yes. But uh, this it, this is just him at his best, man. Like he plays this character, Paul Matthews, and people all of a sudden just start seeing he's like nothing. He's he's a teacher at this university. He's pretty bland life, you know. He's got a wife and two kids, and then all of a sudden people just start seeing him in their dreams, and. He just kind of does nothing. He's just there. Like, if, say, um, like one instance, uh, this girl has a dream about like two alligators surrounding her bed, and Paul Matthews just like walks by the hallway, and he's like, "Oh, hey!" Like, doesn't say anything. He's just he's just there in, in their dreams, and then eventually, the dreams start turning a little more nightmarish, uh, and that's that's where I'll leave it. But um, he's great in this. Uh, I think it's the best directed movie of the year. Um, I think it's the best shot that I've seen so far. Um, there's everything about it is just good. I, I love that he took the the memification of him pretty much and turned it into something cool. Like he he specifically mentions in the interviews the the Nicholas Cage freaks out for like thirty minutes video that you know everyone's probably seen. He specifically mentions that, and it's like I. But no one's seeing the context of the freak out. There's a reason I'm freaking out in those scenes, you yeah. know. And it's I understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do think that that video is done in a loving manner, cool. and I think that he realizes that as well. And so he's taking all of that into this movie, and it's it's fantastic. I love it. That's dope. Yeah. Well, let us know what you're watching. Give us some recommendations. You, you by this point, you're getting to know us. You know what we like. If you got some recommendations, let us know. And again, if you want more of this kind of content, the only reason this is here, these two shows a week, is because of Patreon. Patreon.com slash Confused Breakfast. We, we're changing up some tiers. We're adding some cooler new perks. Yep. We got some great stuff on there. If you want to be a part of this show, it'll always remain free where you're listening to it now. But uh, if you want to help uh, power this, keep the lights on, and get some cool stuff out of it, go to Patreon.com slash Confused Breakfast. Sign up. Check it out. You can yeah. cancel after a month if you don't like it, just like Netflix, just like all that stuff. Yeah. Give it a shot, guys. And Give hopefully you forget you even did it. That's the, that's what we're hoping. <laughs> I know there's people out there that have no clue that they're still a Patreon member, and thank you very much. Because <laughs> we finally we're getting repaid for the times where we forgot we had memberships. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's a good thing. <laughs> it's it's cic- cyclical. Yeah, you know? <laughs> totally. Well, we will catch you next time. Thanks, everybody. Bye, Bye guys. You. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.